Welcome to episode 163 of Podcateers. This last week we said goodbye to Disney legend Marty Sklar, a man who, although probably wouldn't admit it, had a significant impact on the Walt Disney Company over his 54-year career. We share a little about Marty's story and about how he started with the company and some of the impact that he made. Uh, Of course, our deepest condolences go out to all of his family and his friends for their loss. Uh, In this episode, we also talk about the leaked Infinity War trailer, and Javier kind of gets what he wants, but he doesn't, but he does. Uh, The Disneyland Railroad returns, and John Lasseter engineers a train to kick off the reopening celebration. Plus, we finally get a glimpse at the big screen adaptation of Ready Player One. On the interwebs, you can find us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. We would love it if you take a moment to like, follow, and subscribe to us. This episode of Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents, and for as little as $1 a month, or with even a one-time contribution of $487.24, or $5 or $10, whatever you'd like to give, you can be one too. Just head on over to patreon.com slash podcateers or go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo for more info. And as always, a big thank you goes out to all of our fairy godparents for their added support. In this episode, we talk about several books available via Amazon. If you decide to purchase those books, we would love it if you use the links in the blog post or start by going to podcateers.com slash Amazon, clicking on the big ol' Amazon button before making your purchase. Doing so isn't going to cost you anything extra, but we do get a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because you're going through our link. For everyone that's taking the time to do that, we really appreciate that support as well. If you don't have time to read, maybe you can listen to a book through one of our other sponsors, Audible. With Audible, you can choose from over 180,000 titles, including bestsellers and new releases. And if you go to podcateers.com slash 163, use the Audible banner in the post and click on the Start Now button for a 30-day free trial and a free book on us. You can get Ready Player One or One Little Spark by Marty Sklar. If you decide to cancel the book is yours to keep so give it a shot and if you get any one of those books let us know what you guys thought about them all right that is it it is time to jump into the podcast thank you all very very much for listening this is episode 163 of podcateers this is our podcast it's about three guys that love disney technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. I gotta tell you, dude, it's been a while since that's, we've had tacos. That's what I was thinking. Right? I was like, you know what? Let's kick it old school. Wow. Man, let's go get some tacos, man. Yeah, they were delicious. So thank you, You're first welcome. of all, for the tacos. You're welcome. I'm not exactly sure why yours seemed to have more meat than mine did. <laughs> Like, yours had, like, three times the meat that mine did. Why was that? I'm going to go with just double because I got double the tacos than you did. Hmm. But seriously, mine looked like it had, like, one scoop and yours had, like, five scoops. Oh, you mean per taco. Yeah. Got it. Almost like somebody Uh on their way here decided to take some of the meat out of Mm -hmm. my tacos Mm -hmm. and add it to their Mm -hmm. tacos. Do you know anything about that? No. I mean, I was... 
guarding those tacos with my life the whole time. Were you now? Yeah, I mean, there was nothing or no one that could have possibly done anything like that. Except you. No. Hmm. No. Interesting. I mean, I'm my own eyewitness. Uh-huh. Okay? Oh, well, you know what? Then I can and totally believe that. I will vouch uh-huh. for Javi Picks here. Okay. I will totally say there was no foul play going on. Hmm. I don't believe him because he's what? known to be a liar. What? So what you're telling me is mm. that this Javi Picks guy Javi Picks, yeah. basically took half my taco. <laughs> if I'm reading between the lines, it's basically what you're telling me. I wish I could say it was Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know it's not. We know it's not. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, he's not here. He's I not mean, here. He, the good thing is we got a chance to eat his tacos. I was gonna say the good thing is I saved the money on not buying oh. him tacos. <laughs> oh, I thought that's where they went to buying more for you. Oh yes, and still took yes. some from me. I completely retract what I just said. Uh, yes, uh, your version is much nicer. Yeah, so you bought more for you, and Maybe. still took the meat out of my tacos. No. So that's good. Oh, no. I mean, I I'm am, glad it worked out I am for you. Not confessing to any of this. I am so glad it worked out for you. I am gonna burst. From all these tacos. So you admit it. You did steal my meat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I cannot uh, confirm or deny this. Uh, hmm. Except maybe confirm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so yeah. So Mario is not here this week again. MIA again. Yeah. Uh, some of you guys may have noticed that he hasn't been here in a few weeks. Mario has decided that he wants to take a little bit of time off from the podcast. He's got a lot of stuff going on, you know, in his personal life that he just wants to take care of. You know, there's a lot of changes going on for him. And, you know, I've gone through a lot of the changes he's going through, you know, new place and everything. It, excuses it, after excuses. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Here's the thing, dude. Dealing with all the things he's going through right now mm-hmm. on an individual basis right. are stressful enough. Oh, I'm sure. But a lot of the things he's going through are just kind of all happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I can't imagine how stressed out he is right now. Um, so he's going through a lot. He is. He yeah. is. So uh, Mario decided to take some time off. Uh, we don't know exactly how much time off he's going to take while he, you know, does his thing. Is infinity a word? (laughs) (laughs) You wish. Uh, I don't know. Maybe infinity war. War. Maybe. It might cause something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Honestly, we don't know how long he's going to take off. So uh, in the meantime, you know, we talked to him and, you know, we're going to start bringing some friends on, some other guests. We're going to do some other interviews. There's going to be some episodes where it's just going to be me and this guy. Who? And you. Javi Picks? Yes, Javi Picks. Oh, man. On Instagram? I, I know. You're you're thinking, oh, man, too, right? <laughs> I feel you, bro. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, it's just going to be the two of us uh, for some episodes. And like I said, we're going to try to bring some of our friends in, some people that we've had on as guests before, hopefully some new guests. So, if you guys have any suggestions of anybody that you guys want to hear, you know, somebody that you know, as a crafter or an artist or anything in the Disney community, shoot us a message either on Instagram and email, whatever you want. And we'll try to, uh, you know, schedule them to be on the show. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll, it's, it'll be difficult here because I always look to Mario to totally check you on stuff. (laughs) 
whatever, and, man. And the fact that he's not going to be here to uh-huh. do that for a while, just right. like, it worries me because I feel like you're going to get away with a lot of junk. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't, I don't like where this is going right now. <laughs> I don't either. I don't want you getting away with nothing, especially <laughs> stealing stuff from my tacos. <laughs> Ooh, I have an idea. What's that? Uh, let's get Robert Downey Jr. No, he told me he was going to be busy until after mm. Infinity War. Because mm. I went to his house for a party. And right, he was right, like, right. Hey, I remember that. I do remember you want to wear the Iron Man suit? And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I don't fit into it. Where's the Hulkbuster suit? Right. And he's all like, oh, yeah, just down the hall to the left. And uh-huh. and it wasn't. It was the that I didn't understand. And I got lost and ended up at security for some reason. Yeah, I think it was the exit. Yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but I love the Iron Man head that you brought. Right? Yes. Right? Huh? I love it. I had to keep a souvenir. Yeah. This is, you know what this is? No, what is that? It's oh, by blue. the way, by the way, uh, uh, if you are listening to this podcast, I am not joking. He has an I'm, Iron Man head. I have a little tiny Iron Man head. Yeah. And this is actually a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And That's my awesome. kids, my kids run in here because you know how most speakers, when you buy them, they have like a little demo mode. Yeah. They love, it's got like this like wannabe rock song at the beginning or like as the uh, demo. Can you like play it instead of all this jibber jabber? Yeah, so check this out. So all you right. press the button and it does mm-hmm. this. And so... My kids purposely come in here just to hit the demo button to hear this, and they start like mosh pitting inside the wow. room. Wow, <laughs> very, very Ramnarok. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little tiny Iron Man head Bluetooth uh-huh. speaker. My I, my wife got this for me like for Christmas. No, it's awesome, man. Yeah, I love it. You totally drank that uh, Iron Man Kool Aid though. Uh, I have been for a long time. Yeah, I have been for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, it was the only thing I could steal. I mean, take a borrow (laughs) from from Tony Stark. Yeah, no. I mean, Robert Robert Downey Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, oh, man. (laughs) I could tell that beer kicked in already. I don't know, right? (laughs) So, yeah. And that um, half a taco you ate. And that half a taco. (laughs) You admit it again. Yes. Oh, and you're recording. Oh, oh we should have been recording. Why are we shoot. not recording? Darn oh, it. It's recording. We're going to have to start over. <laughs> so, well, now everybody knows that you did steal my taco. So, thank you for that. Oh, uh, no problem. Thank you for that. So, so is the intro not going to be two guys talking about Disney? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a while. Yeah, for a while. For right. a while. Right. I mean, maybe it, It's going to be more like... like a group of friends, mm. you know, because we don't know who we're going to bring on, you know, can, could be, can we, you know inc- what, can we include in the, in, in, uh, if we have a new, uh, intro, have the, the friends, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> stupid. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would kind of go with the fact that, uh, I've contacted somebody about making a new theme song for us. Nice. You know, because, I mean, we've been using the same theme song for, you know, three years now, but it right. was a stock piece mm-hmm. of music from the YouTube audio library. Is it too late to tell you don't change it? I like it. I mean, I like it too, but it's not ours. Mm. You know, so 
I, I mean, look. Do we have to it's, rent it's the song really again? Difficult. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. You know, I've been talking to a very talented musician uh, about creating a piece of music that's just ours. You know, oh, it's not going to be. You don't have to call me talented, bro. I'm not talking about you. Oh. I said talented. <laughs> They're going to create something that's specifically for the podcast. You know, nice. like we're going to bounce some ideas back and forth. And, you know, the theme song that we have is very whimsical, you know, mm-hmm. makes you happy and stuff like that. But we wanted it to be ours. We didn't have to, you know, have to share it with a bunch of other commercials and other podcasts and stuff. Like, this was just ours, you know? Right. And uh, hopefully, once we're done with it, we'll be able to capture that same whimsy and that same happiness that you get from listening to our current theme song. Okay. And uh, you're going to, you know, what is your hate mail? Because you're going to get a lot, I, I believe. I think a lot of people that, you know, have been with us from the beginning have grown to love this theme song. And I don't know, man. I don't think a lot of people are going to be happy with the change. Well, it depends on what the song sounds like. You know, obviously, if we have some something that doesn't make people happy. Right. Then it's not going to be well received. Look, you just know? add the Friends theme song clap. <laughs> and that's going to fix it. And that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll make sure that we add the friends clap. Okay, good. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's been in the works now for a while. Mario was actually trying to help us create the new theme song for some right. time now. And that's why he's gone. But <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> no, but that's right. part of the point. You know, he mm-hmm. hasn't had time because he's been trying to juggle a bunch of stuff on his own, mm-hmm. including the podcast. And, and so now he's at the point where he wants to concentrate on a lot of the stuff that he's doing. Right. right. So... Uh, I've been working on that, and I'm hoping that we have it done soon. You know, hopefully in the next few months, I'm, okay. I'm hoping. Right. And that way we get a chance to hear it, and maybe we'll post it on Patreon for our fairy godparents to hear, and they'll be the first to hear, nice. you know, the new concepts that we're right. working on. And it'll be kind of like our own little Hall H, Right, like any other fairy godparents will be able to. So we have to to trust they don't bring in a cell phone and 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 record it and and show it to other people. Exactly. So we're gonna have to take them for the word on it. But as we work on all of these new things, uh, you know, they're gonna be the first to hear them and see all the new stuff that we're working on. You know, because you know they're very involved with the podcast, and you know we want to show them these things that we're working on. Some exclusivity. Yeah, exactly. Sure, why not? Oh, dude, speaking of exclusivity, mm-hmm. Comic-Con. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see the leaked trailer for Infinity War? Uh, no. Are you kidding me? I haven't seen it. Are you kidding me? I was uh, too involved with Player One. I'm sorry, Ready Player One, right? Ready Player One. Yes, yeah. I need this movie. Oh, dude, how great does that look? Dude, all I saw was the Iron Giant. Remember I told you that in the last, like, probably five to eight years, that's mm-hmm. been one of my favorite books to read? What's that? Ready Player One. That's a book? Yes. it's a, Dude, we talked about this. It's a book. Yes, we talked about how it's one of my favorite books in the last, like, decade. Uh-huh. And I've been so excited when they announced that they were going to make a film from it. Nice. So, anyway, Infinity War. All right. Okay. I'm going to bring this up. Okay. Okay, because I want you to see this. All right. Here's what happened. I'm assuming uh, we can't play I'm the gonna entire try... trailer on the podcast. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't really exist. So Remember it's, I, it's I told you guys? No, no, no. It's a real trailer. Oh. So here's what happened. 
So remember how I told you that at D23, when you were entering some of the panels, they required you to take your phone, yes. put it in a bag, and they sealed it as you were walking in, right? And you took a dummy phone. I No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You gave them no. the fake phone no, so remember, you can sneak in your re- real Remember one. I couldn't even get into the panel because we got stuck outside? Right. So I couldn't even do that, but I wouldn't do it anyway. <laughs> wink, Javier. Wink. <laughs> so anyway, here's what happened. Uh-huh. So D23, very good about trying to get people to keep the secrets that they are being shown. You know, these are exclusives, Mm -hmm. you know, just for the attendees. They wanted to show them something special. So they showed them footage from Infinity War. Okay. Comic-Con, pretty much the same thing, right? And there were some people upset that some announcements were being made at Comic-Con that attendees of D23 felt this should have happened here. You know, Mm. we paid a lot of money. This is a Disney thing. And I agree. But... Comic-Con is also a comic book convention to, mm-hmm. I mean, to, I guess people still buy comic books there. I don't know if that's Where? what. At Comic-Con? Yeah. I, I mean, that's really do. how it started. They make a killing. What are you okay. talking about? Yeah. So, because it's become all about the panels and all about the presentations and everything. And costumes. And costumes. And yeah. Cosplay. yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, uh, Comic-Con was not as careful. Meaning about what? The cell phones. About the cell phone situation. And someone... Went into Hall H, and they basically kind of recorded and streamed that trailer. Let's watch this. Okay. So <laughs> so here's the deal. I generally tend not to watch these spoilers because I like to watch the full HD version mm-hmm. that's released by the studio and stuff. But I couldn't help myself. I was going to say, I'll watch it, and you look I, away. No, I couldn't help myself. Why? Because it's Infinity War? Yes. Uh. Yes. Uh, especially after seeing some of the stuff that they had on display at the expo, mm-hmm. like the statues of Thanos and uh, right. the other, you know, there was all these amazing things that they that are coming up that I thought, oh my god, I really have to watch this. So you mean, you mean Iron Man and the rest? Oh Jesus! Yes, Iron <laughs> Man and the rest. Okay, if that appeases you, yeah. yes, Iron Man and the, the rest. rest. Uh-huh. Okay. So let me play this for you. Okay. Okay. And I want you to tell me, hopefully this one works because they've been taking it down. So I don't know if this is going to work, but hold on a second. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. It's like you're there, right? Right. It's like I'm there watching from a cell phone. Behind people's heads. Really, Aww, there's only snaps. Okay, so really, you know, like we're watching the Guardians right we're now. Watching the Guardians, and really, there's one part that I really want to concentrate on that I really want to show you right now. Uh huh. <laughs> That's Thor. Okay. All right. He's the one that hit the windshield. He's the one that hit the windshield. Okay. Okay, so now we're seeing them fly through space. <laughs> or is this time travel? Uh, it's whatever it wants to be, okay? <laughs> this is Infinity War. <laughs> All right. Loki going crazy. Loki. Oh, look at that. 
Mr. Tom Holland. Did you happen to see what just happened? Let me rewind it for you. Yeah, rewind it. Look at his arm. Uh-huh. And look at the hair. There. Bam! Spidey sense. <laughs> Let me get you one more time. One more time. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Sitting on the school bus. Sitting. There, he's like on a field trip okay. or something. On a field trip. School bus. You see his arm? Yes. Booyah! Spidey sense. Woo! Or human spidey hair going up. Spidey sense. Or he spidey sense. Or he's cold. Or in the he's cold. Uh huh. Yeah. Just like in the comic books, the lines above his head means his head smells, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think I was right. Spidey sense kicks in in the next film. Or he's cold. Ah, oh, you are so... Oh. Again, this is a trailer. I just want to punch you. And as you know about trailers, it might not make the final cut in the movie. So we mm. might not even see what we just saw, what we weren't supposed to see. But more importantly, mm-hmm. Spidey Sense. It was it though. I'm not convinced. You know how I know it was Spidey Sense? Because his hairs went up on his arm. Because Kevin Feige said so. I'm going to hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Spidey sense. Uh, Infinity War. Yes! No. You don't even have to see the rest of it. No. That's really all I wanted to show you. I don't even have to see the rest of it because I know it's just Iron Man dancing, saying, I'm the best. Um, I'm Iron Man. That's pretty much the rest. You're right. Mm -hmm. And he's right. I I won this war or something. There you go. (laughs) Now you know how it ends. (laughs) So, yes, Tom Holland mm-hmm. sitting on a school bus, hair goes up, Spidey sense. Uh, not convincing. Meeting adjourned. Not convinced. Meeting adjourned. Not convinced. I don't know. Look, I'm not going to post this trailer, okay? Mm-hmm. I know that's not a very popular thing. I normally take these trailers and I post them in the blog mm-hmm. post for people to check out. But I, I know it seems very contradictory. But again, I generally don't like these leaks because I like to see the full HD version. But in this case, I was so excited I had to watch the trailer. So I gave into it. I gave mm. into temptation on this wow. one. Wow. Okay? I'm and, but, saddened. But I'm, I'm not going to feed into the machine and I'm not going to repost it. So if you want to Google it, feel uh-huh. free to Google it. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have seen the leak trailer... Tell Javier he's wrong and that he does have Spidey sense. For shame for you even watching this leaked video. You just saw it right now, too. Nope. You just saw it, too. I saw. And more importantly, how did you know that that Iron Man is dancing at the end? You must know more than just this leaked Comic-Con video, Javier. How do you know that that happened? Dun, dun, dun. And that's it for this episode. Exactly. for listening. (laughs) (laughs) so i'm totally excited about that man i i I really i just want infinity war to be out now uh could we watch the cartoony thor movie first ragnarok yeah the 80s thor movie 80s thor yeah (laughs) i guess yeah we should probably watch that first you know what i want to do before infinity war actually releases Uh i want to take like a month's time and like every weekend watch two or three of the movies so that I watch everything in succession mm-hmm. right before watching Infinity War again. I like that idea. Yeah, just have like a marathon yeah. of all 10 years worth of Marvel movies. Oh, that long? <laughs> it's been Wait, 10 years. Are you including 
the original Spider-Man movies with... No, those don't count. No? No, the only Spider-Man movie is the one All with right. the good Spider-Man, Tom All Holland. Right. So... <laughs> Spidey sense! Woo! Do you see my finger? Uh, oh, yeah. That number one, right? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first movie? Iron Man. It is Iron Man. Yeah, and Iron Man is considered the very first. Yeah, Iron Man kicks off the MCU. Got it. Okay. That well, I almost gave away something from Homecoming. Oh, I caught myself. I was going to say like a joke and I was like, oh, wait, that spoils part of it. Mm. Whew. Okay. I'm so excited. Spidey sense. The, the mic's off. What is it? Uh, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> I had to look down and verify. I had to look down and you verify. Had to look, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. All right. There you go. Since we're talking about movies, yeah. let's talk about little tiny movies. Tiny movies. Called vlogs. Those are not they're, movies. Are tiny movies. Those are not movies. They're I mean they're vlogs. They're tiny. I, they're tiny films. I know what you want to make these vlogs. Like they're, but they're tiny movies. They're not movies. They're tiny movies. So here's here's what's happening. I want to Snapchat just... video is more of a movie than a vlog. I'm pretty sure that is not the case <laughs> by definition. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and say you are absolutely wrong, sir. But so here's what's happening. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I've been really excited about trying to put these vlogs together for D23 and Foolish Mortals and stuff like that. Right. And you know that I was trying to vlog with like a new setup, right? Like I got like a microphone for it. Right. And, I, and this know, whole trying to, high tech I know, looking like, thing. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And so I figured this is going to be great. You know, I'm going to have better audio and stuff like that. And especially, I haven't gone through all of the D23 footage, mm -hmm. but as I showed you earlier for the Foolish Mortals vlog. Yes, Scorsese. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was the victim yeah. of the zoom button again. Yes. And so there was a lot of footage that zoomed Up right into like my nose, like your the side eyebrow. of my, my face. Yes. And so I, I consider that lost footage, you know, because yeah. I can't use it like... You can kind of hear what's happening in the background, but I don't have enough B-roll right. to just say, you know, let me just put something else in the background and you could just hear my voice. Look, it's apple pie. Just cut it out. Okay, so that's basically what's happening. Oh, okay, so it? I'm cutting all of this out. Okay. So that's problem number one. So mm -hmm. it's making it a little bit harder because some of those shots kind of help transition some of the stuff that's happening. Okay. Uh, so I'm basically losing out on all of that. And, you know, we we talked about this. It's one of the challenges of having a camera that doesn't have a flip out screen. I can't see everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. And if I'm vlogging something at that moment, it's not like I would be like, oh, guys, guys, Hazen screwed up the zoom. Everybody reset. <laughs> or <laughs> let's try this again. Th this might be dumb, but or turn the camera around, double check. And then start recording. Spur of the moment, dude. Spur of the moment. Sometimes you so, can't. You don't have that luxury. Watch, watch. I'm, I have my my hand uh -huh, up, okay, and you can uh -huh. see my palm, right? Okay, uh -huh. Now watch. I'm gonna turn my hand around. Uh huh. Now you see the back of my hand. Uh huh. Now I'm gonna turn my hand again. Okay. And now you see my palm again. That's okay. all you gotta do. Really. And it took Let me ask you less question. than two seconds. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Did Did you learn that from all of the vlogs that you've put together? Uh, no, I learned it from uh, uh, Beyonce uh, about putting a ring on it. Ah, got yeah. it, got yeah, it. See how quick? Bam. Uh -huh. Back to how many vlogs you've made. Uh, how many mistakes have you made in all the vlogs you've put together? 
uh, I see your point that I've made a lot of mistakes. That's why there are R0 vlogs because they're all filled with mistakes. That's right, Spielberg. Yes. So. Uh, Tarantino. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what what happened was uh -huh. I, um, look, one of those Mimal situations. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh. Um, where I, I just thought I pressed record. Right. And and I didn't. Uh -huh. So I'm basically talking to a, a phone that's off. Got it. And, and and you couldn't turn your hand just just like this. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Just how, how did you show me? Turn just so you can see if it was like turned that. on or not? Like just that. like, that. like all, that. All the single ladies, right? Right. All the single ladies. Got it. Uh, yeah. Well, hmm. Mm -hmm. well, I wish we could all be perfect like you. Thank you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I wish we could all be perfect like you. <laughs> so... Uh -huh. So, yeah, so it's taking me a little bit longer to put these vlogs together because obviously nobody wants to see my nostrils. And the other thing was mm -hmm. the microphone worked great at picking up all the additional audio that was happening in the room. <laughs> Everything but you. Everything. Exactly. <laughs> so they had music playing in the background during the reception. Right. And I was so pumped, man, because here's the problem. A another problem I have with this camera is that it doesn't have a headphone jack, so I can't monitor what's happening. Mm. I can't hear. And the speaker on the camera, if I play back a video, right. is absolute garbage mm. so i can't hear whether or not something recorded properly right. especially with all the noise that was happening that sure. day so uh, a super pump because i got a chance to talk to james the director of the film i talked to jeff bayham that day mm. we talked to jeff and and roscoe and uh we talked to rose we talked to a bunch of people about right. the film and everything that was going on and the entire time that we're talking <laughs> I'm pointing the mic at them thinking, yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. And all I got was the background music. Uh -huh. And you can kind of hear them like talking. And I know what they said because uh -huh. I was there. Like I heard them. I'm so happy you know right? what's going on. I know what's going on. <laughs> but you know what? That doesn't help. Good for you. <laughs> that doesn't help anyone that's wanting to watch the vlog, right? right? So I came up with a solution. What's that? I'm adding subtitles. I'm doing. <laughs> See? See? It sounds silly. Uh, no, it it's sounds great. silly. No, it's great. But solution. Because look, here's the thing. Look, I've you lost... are a director. You are a foreign film director. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, I, I, I do it all. I Dude, do it all, right? Impressive. So, look. Okay, look. So. Mm -hmm. Look, we've talked about this in the past where I start filming something mm -hmm. and we end up with all these vlogs that I can't put out because they just have all sorts of problems, right? Like everyone's talking Klingon. Never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where you got that one. Well, you're the but only one that But if that's happening on your phone. No, I'm saying because you're the only one that understands it. That's no, what we need to Everyone's speaking English. Are they though? They are. You just hear music in the background. There's just uh -huh. a lot of background noise. Right. So... Instead of scrapping the entire vlog, this is just kind of a solution to that problem. Mm -hmm. You know, you read what they were saying and right. uh, it kind of helps finish the vlog because really that's the missing piece. Like the final piece uh, when we're wrapping up the vlog is outside after they turned off all the music and everything. So you can clearly hear what we were saying. Right. But 
to finish the vlog, I'm going to be adding all these subtitles. So it's taking me a little bit longer because I'm trying to, in, in some cases, figuring out <laughs> what they were saying again. I'm trying right. to read their lips and stuff. Right. Like, they said, um, okay. <laughs> right. And so I got almost all of it done. Right. Good. So on the plus side, I will be able to finish the vlog uh, it's just taking me a little bit longer than I wanted it to. Okay. So this is great because I'll be able to finally concentrate on uh, the D23 stuff uh, and the other blog. You know, what we talked about earlier, the uh, Rivers of America and the train and stuff opening up at Disneyland mm. again. So Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that and uh, get ready to read. <laughs> <laughs> I will put on my uh, Clark Kent uh, eyeglasses and be ready to read. Well, there you go. Yeah. Meeting adjourned. Done. All right. When's it ready? Uh, soon. Okay. Soon. soon, soon. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, it will be done. Ooh. That is will my goal. Be done. I'm hoping. I Wait mean, we minute. are recording much closer to release date now. You have five hours. Damn. <laughs> Then next week. All right, next week. Yeah. <laughs> next week, right, it'll man. be done. You know what? There's no rush, man. <laughs> there is for me. I just want to get it done already. It all depends on how important it is to you. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Mm. Mm-hmm. But how important is it to you? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. I was there. Well, then there you go. <laughs> I was absolutely. I'm mortal. glad. I'm glad we established that. <laughs> now, was everybody speaking Klingon to you since you were there? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, then yeah. you'll help me translate. Okay. You can Perfect. help me type and translate. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, on Thursday. They did a oh sorry Friday they did a soft opening on Thursday uh-huh. uh, Friday they did a soft opening uh, for the train oh we're now and, turning left and we are turning left yes. and we'll talk about that in a moment but uh, some of our friends were there uh-huh. you know they were uh, our friend Jill was celebrating her birthday so happy okay. birthday Jill what up oh dude what? sidebar what? Si- total sidebar on this what? one so remember how we had that weird sync problem. Uh, with our calendars and stuff like that, where it wasn't syncing all of the like all of our notes and yeah uh, stuff alerts and uh, stuff. alerts and everything right. So you know what else that kind of affected? What's that? The birthdays. Oh no! So you're saying we missed birthdays? We missed a couple of birthdays. So that explains Johnny Depp from like five weeks ago. Well, that was the first problem. That uh-huh. was the first week that we had the problem, and then we fixed it, or we thought we fixed it, and yeah. then it happened again a few weeks ago. No. But I didn't realize it. So we ended up missing uh, a Disney Legends birthday or posting about a Disney Legends birthday. But more importantly, we also didn't post two listener birthdays. Oh, snaps. So not something that we normally do because we normally post them on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. But the exception to this is if we screw something up, we have to announce it. So (laughs) Barbie and Shannon – they celebrated their birthday a couple of weeks ago. Hazen screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put it all on me. Okay, maybe Google. But but they uh, celebrated their birthdays. Uh, Barbie actually was celebrating the weekend of D23. And a few days later, nice. Shannon celebrated her birthday. Just a few days after that, Disney legend <gasps> Ellen Menken celebrated his birthday. And we didn't post it. Oh, man. So to everybody that celebrated her birthday and that we miss, we just want to say we're sorry. It's all Javier's fault. 
It's all his fault for breaking the sink, <laughs> trying to sink his new phone. Look. After he got his new one. Look. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, we do want to say sorry. And, uh, you know, we no. try to keep up with all of these as no, much no, as no, possible. No, no, no. No, sorry. We're going to say happy birthday. Well, we did say happy birthday. No, let's, but let's I, do, do right. I do want to apologize for not posting that. Got it. You know, so in honor of all your birthdays, including Disney legend Alan Menken. Mm-hmm. And you know what? A, like a day or two after Alan Menken's was also Disney legend Ruthie Thompson's birthday. We didn't even post that. Dude. Oh, jeez. Thanks, so Google. I know, right? Okay, we're going to sing Happy Birthday. We're going to sing it very nice and short, nice and sweet. All right. You ready? Ready. One, two, three. This, this is, is your birthday, birthday song. It isn't very long. So we hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you guys for listening. And we're very, very sorry Javier broke it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Jill celebrated her birthday, right? Okay. And uh, she was at Disneyland on Friday celebrating with our friends Melissa and a bunch of their friends. And they were able to ride the soft opening for the train, right? But they didn't make it all the way around because when they were riding, they got on Main Street or New Orleans Square or something like that. And they made it to the back uh, into Toontown. And then they were all asked to get off the train. Hmm. And they were like, well, wait what's second, going what, on? What happened? You know, yeah. did something break? What's going on? It just opened. It's broken already. <laughs> Turns out that in Tomorrowland or shortly after, John Lasseter and a bunch of Imagineers were getting on the train to ride it. <laughs> so no. they were circling the park on the new train, just checking out. But all they wanted the, it empty. They wanted it empty oh, so that they could ride man. it alone. Uh, I think there were some pictures or some video posted on Instagram. If I can find any of those, I'll go ahead and I'll throw it up in the blog post and on our Instagram account. But I just thought, man, what a way to get kicked off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last. You'd you'd be happy? I would have been upset. I'd, I'd be kind of happy. Would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so, yeah. now I got to walk all the way to the front. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that happened. So it is officially reopened as of this Sweet. weekend. And let me tell you, dude. Yeah. It looks amazing. Really? It No, dude, seriously. What's so amazing? Everything. So, one, they did an amazing job of reconstructing that entire back area of the Rivers of America to add the trestles and add the new waterfalls. Okay. Okay. It's very, very picturesque as you're driving by. Driving? Driving? It's on the Mark Twain, right? As you're sailing by. Uh And when you're on the train, like, everything just looks – it looks like real nature, you know? It did before – but just the new rock structures and the new waterfalls just really plus it up. Mm. Okay. Uh, they added a couple more scenes. Like there's a shaman inside of a like a mountain cave as you're going by. Now, it, you know, this, this left turn. Okay. You uh-huh. know, we've been talking about this left right. turn. And it's a whole new thing mm-hmm. that's happening. Yeah. If you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. you kind of miss it. Do you want to see video of it? Sure. Now, do you want to see video of the whole thing, or do you want to see just, like, the left turn? Give me the left turn. Just the left turn? Just the left turn. So, while I show Javier this video, Uh uh, we're going to take a very short break. Okay, so what did you think? That left turn, in the nicest way possible, was sad. 
you know, I was expecting a really like huge left turn. Right. And look, if you're on the train itself right. as you're uh, going over the trestle, so basically the purpose of the left turn mm-hmm. is to guide you away from the rivers of America to the back part of Frontierland into Toontown, mm-hmm. because there was no easy way of right. making that transition, especially with what they're adding for Galaxy's Edge, right? So uh, it's it's very small. It's not as big as I was expecting it right. to be. But if you're paying attention to it, you will clearly see, oh, yeah, it turns left and it readjusts to go straight again right. to start circling. But if you were just kind of glancing at the Rivers of America and you're not paying attention, you will miss the left turn. It took a left turn into disappointment. <laughs> Maybe to you. <laughs> I liked it. I just I just think that if you're not paying attention, you kind of miss it. You, right. It just blends in with what's happening. They they just kind of cleaned up everything. It looks a lot nicer. Everything's like freshly painted around the areas. Mm-hmm. The new tunnel that takes you from Frontierland into Toontown. You know, obviously, it's a tunnel. You know, it doesn't... What else can I say? It's uh, a tunnel, right? A tunnel. But they did add new stuff to the diorama. You know, once you pass the Tomorrowland What's the Land diorama? Station, where you see like the Grand Canyon and you see the dinosaurs fighting and stuff oh, like that. Oh, Okay. So they added some really cool effects in the background now. So as the train is passing, like you see lightning and you see thunder uh, or you hear thunder, you see lightning and you see lightning strike a tree. Nice. You know, that Maybe I should have watched the before. whole video instead of just the left turn. Dude, it's really good. Like, Let's take a break. It, what the, <laughs> forget about the break. Uh-huh. We need to get this like countdown, Javi's countdown to Disneyland yes. thing going because you need a ride. I sure okay? do. Like we need to ride this together so we could be like, oh, yay, train, right? <laughs> right. Anyway, so let me keep spoiling it for you. So there's lightning effects, right? And right. in the background, Is they it also Thor? have, uh, you know what it could be? Could've it could also Thor. be Loki. Could've I mean, Loki. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows? Yeah. You know? Uh, they might be going to California Adventures, so I doubt it. Mm. But uh, they also added, like, a couple of rainbows in the background. Aww. They added, like, some pterodactyls flying where you see, like, the pterodactyl scene. Um, dino birds. Dino birds. What else did they add? Oh, they added an erupting volcano oh, behind sweet. the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus mm. scene. So they added a bunch of projections in the background of the diorama mm. just to give it life. You know, it's not as static in the background as it used to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think they changed it to screens. It looks like it's still the same diorama uh, or the same painted back wall, but now they're projecting stuff onto okay. it just to kind of give it some more life. That's cool. And um, if you, did you spot the the hidden good dinosaur? Oh, dude. <laughs> if they did that, I would be so happy. <laughs> I would be so happy. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's all open. Nice. The Mark Twain is open. Uh, it was really nice because... You know, when they opened all of that up, it's actually going to lead us right into our our next conversation. Uh, Right as they were opening up the Mark Twain, they had somebody there talking a little bit about the history and stuff like that. And then Michael Colglazer, president of Disneyland, came out and he was saying a few words uh, about the Mark Twain. And then he acknowledged the passing of Marty Sklar. Mm. You know, so he said a few words about him and it was really nice to hear him talk about Marty. Um, But... You know, yeah, uh, unfortunately, this past week, you know, Disney legend and former Imagineer Marty Sklar passed away, you know, right. in his home in Hollywood. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we did want to take a moment and, you know, talk about Marty Sklar and his career with Walt, the Walt Disney Company. 
you know, he's written a couple of books that, especially the the book One Little Spark, it's got Mickey's Ten Commandments that not only have molded like cast members for the Disney company, but the Mickey's Ten Commandments have been taken outside of the Disney company and people have used variations of it for their own businesses, their own parks and stuff like that. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so we just wanted to take a quick moment and, one, you know, send our condolences to, you know, Marty's family, all of his friends. But, again, take a moment to just kind of talk about his history with the company. So, okay, uh, all right. So, um, you know, while I was reading all the stuff about him, I was doing my best to take as many notes as possible. And there's just so much on him. He's had such an amazing career. And it all started when he was still a student at UCLA. Okay. His entire career ended up spanning just over five decades. Like he was there like 54 years wow, you know, nice. with the company. He was basically considered one of the most influential people in the company that Walt made part of the cast. And it wasn't just in, in the building and the promotion of the attractions in the parks, but also really within the culture of the company. You know, like we talked about Mickey's Ten Commandments and stuff. Um, you know, he had a really big impact on that. Uh, so when he passed away, uh, many echoed the same sentiment. Like if you read Twitter, a lot of people kept saying the same thing, saying that we lost one of the most significant living links to Walt Disney when he died primarily the reason they were saying that was because marty learned the quote-unquote disney way directly from walt you know he didn't have really any other mentors walt was his mentor right one of the greatest gifts that he was able to pass on to all of the new cast members imagineers and everything was the same type of mentorship you know that walt passed on to him and to a lot of people, he was kind of known as the the keeper of the keys, you know, the Jiminy Cricket of the organization. Like he was like the conscience of Imagineering, the Disney company. But I think of all of the nicknames that they had for Marty because of his close relationship with Walt. One of my my favorites was the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Nice. You know, so uh, when I first read that, I I kind of got a little emotional because I thought, oh, man, that's kind of deep. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I really like that one. Uh, when did Marty start? So Marty started uh, just about a month with the company before it opened uh, Disneyland's gates for the very first time. Right. And at the time, Marty was 21 years old and he was a junior at UCLA. And at the time, he was the editor of the Daily Bruin. That was a newspaper that was distributed at UCLA. Oh, okay. And so uh, when he came in, he came in, uh, he got a summer job with Disneyland, and he was part of the public relations team when Walt recruited him, okay, to put together the Disneyland News newspaper. And so he had, like, this 10-minute presentation that he had to give to Walt. And, like, he, like I remember reading, um, like, an article where he was talking about that particular moment, and he was just like, he was talking about how scared he was about not having any job experience. Cause remember he was a junior in college. Like he had not worked or anything yet. And now he's like pitching to Walt Disney, dude, you know, that's, that's pretty rad, right? That is the raddest. I know. <laughs> uh, he ended up doing this newspaper thing and then he finally joined Disneyland full time 
the year after when he graduated from UCLA. Nice. And when he got hired, he was primarily responsible for all of the publicity, for all of the marketing materials. Like, like he was the guy, you know, that put all that stuff together. He's actually responsible for one of the, like, the coolest promotional items I think I've seen. But Which is what? When they were advertising the Haunted Mansion, remember how the Haunted Mansion was built? And the when we had the Haunted Mansion episode, we talked about how the facade was built for years, but the ride itself wasn't completed. So the, the whole inside was basically empty. Exactly. So when they were getting ready to do that, Marty Sklar was one of the people that, as part of promotions, mm-hmm. he created this sign, right? And the sign uh, was the beginning of the ghost relations department. So mm-hmm. instead of guest relations, it was ghost relations. And it said, <laughs> notice all ghosts and restless spirits post lifetime leases are now available in this haunted mansion. Don't be left out in the sunshine. Enjoy active retirement in this country club atmosphere. The fashionable address for famous ghosts. Ghosts trying to make a name for themselves. And ghosts afraid to live by themselves. Leases include license to scare the daylights out of guests visiting the portrait gallery, museum of the supernatural, graveyard, and other happy haunting grounds. For reservations, send resume of past experience to... Ghost Relations Department, <laughs> Disneyland, please do not apply in person. <laughs> and, you know, it's just charming. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And it was one of those things that Marty Sklar wrote, yeah. you know, as part of the promotional things that he was doing for Disneyland at the time. All this Haunted Mansion talk, bro, like really makes me need my happy place right now. I need another go. taco. <laughs> 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 well, I'm telling you, dude. The countdown. Yeah, I, I'm counting down the days. Are you counting down the days? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a no. Like days. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> uh, so where were we? Uh, so yeah, so Marty did a lot of the like the marketing and stuff, right? And the thing about Marty was that he was a brilliant marketer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. This was one of the reasons that he became so close to Walt. One of the key components when it comes to marketing is really to embody the product that you're trying to sell. And Marty was amazing at that. When writing things for Walt, Marty seemed to channel Walt's unique style of speech. And that's actually what Dave Smith, uh, who used to run the Disney archives, he was like the chief archivist, Mm -hmm. said about Marty. And I'm kind of paraphrasing this because I don't remember the exact quote, but mm-hmm. uh, he said that Marty really understood Walt more than a lot of other people did and that he and Walt really seemed to think alike, you know, and that made him really good at what he did. So this carried on uh, in the way that he mentored like new cast members and new Imagineers because he knew so much about how Walt thought about stuff mm-hmm. that he was basically able to mentor as if walt was mentoring okay yeah uh when he moved to wed we now know it as imagineering wed enterprises is what it started off as uh back in 1961 he was kind of the voice of walt you know not just writing promotional things like this haunted mansion thing but because he knew walt so well he would write pieces for publications you know magazines newspapers and stuff like that as if it was walt Uh, for TV, for like small films that were usually used to promote or pitch something. And for instance, when Walt Disney World 
was first being pitched to the state of Florida, mm-hmm. Marty had to create this 20-minute movie on the history of the Walt Disney Company and Walt Disney himself just to show the Florida legislator, right? To show that he's a good guy and, you know, he's not trying to, like, kill the swamps or anything. He's <laughs> trying to make it better because there was no tourist attraction in Florida, right? right? They just had alligators and swamps. Right. And so he was trying to say, look, we're going to make this a destination, you know, and so this movie, you know, really brought to light all the good things about Disneyland, the good things about Walt. And Walt actually didn't like the film. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it made him look real good, but he didn't like the film. Because it didn't have director Hazen behind it. Oh, dude. <laughs> they needed subtitles. Be, that would be great. They needed <laughs> subtitles, right? Uh, no, that's not it. He actually went to Marty after he saw the promotional film and he basically said, you know, I didn't realize anybody was writing my own obituary, <laughs> you know, because it was so good that yeah. he was kind of angry that he didn't read the script beforehand, uh-huh. you know, when it was shown to everybody. But he liked it enough that he told Marty, look, we're going to be pitching Epcot and we need this new film to pitch to all the legislators because we need signatures. So he liked that first one so much that he got Marty to do the second one as well. Okay, good. You know, so it worked out for him. Uh, Unfortunately, that was actually the last project that Marty ever got a chance to work on with Walt because, you know, Walt passed away before they were Mm. able to open any of that up. So they got all the signatures. They got all the permission. They got the ball rolling. But Walt never actually saw any of that happen. Mm. That sucks. uh, It did for him. You Mm -hmm. know, he I remember reading an article where he said that when Walt passed, it actually affected him more than when his own father passed away. Oh, wow. That's how close of a relationship he had with Walt. That's crazy. You know, and I I can see that. I mean, when you basically become somebody's, you know, secondhand man, you know, like you think like them, you act like them, and they they become very close. Right. You know, you become very close to those types of people. And I think he had a very special relationship with Walt. Um. So, yeah, so, you know, he was working on all these things, and he was really great at all of them. And in 1974, uh, he was named the vice president of Imagineering. And, you know, he usually had arguments, you know, with other people in the company, Mm -hmm. like, uh, at the time. Maybe disagreements. Yeah, we'll call them disagreements. (laughs) Uh, With other people that were trying to, you know, build things for the theme park. Right. uh, Because... You know, some people wanted, you know, design and some people wanted operations. You know, they wanted to make sure they can churn people through at a decent rate. And he was able to usually find like a good balance that made everybody happy, you know, and he was really good at at stuff like that. Uh, In 1979, he ended up receiving a new title and he became the VP of Creative Development. And then in 1982... He was promoted again to executive vice president of Imagineering. Uh, Then in 1987, he was named the president and vice chairman of Imagineering. So he moved on up. Yeah, he did. From making this little newspaper for Main Street USA all the way to uh, president and vice chairman of Imagineering. That's That's pretty awesome, right? No, that's awesome, man. And he held that title until 1996. And so uh, while he held the title, he led Imagineering through the concept and development of Disneyland Paris, 
the Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, uh, all of the resort hotels at each one of the um, at each one of the parks, the Disneyland Cruise Lines, like exhibits that they would do about Disneyland or Imagineering, oh, and like gee. all sorts of stuff. Right, he was in charge of so much; it's not even funny. Um, he actually holds the distinct honor of being the only person in Disney's history to attend the opening of every single park. Wow. That's how long he's been around. That's he's crazy. literally been at every opening, including Shanghai. No way. Including Shanghai. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that also means he was at the opening of California Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> And and we're laughing about it now because nobody you know, else was. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, there was a lot of people angry, uh-huh. and he held—I don't want to say resentment, but he didn't—he didn't appreciate that so many people were bad mouthing it. Uh, he remembers—I I forgot where I was reading it, but he was talking about how he had gone back. Uh, I forgot where it was. Maybe it was one of the panels at D twenty three, or I'm uh-huh. mixing like something that I read and the thing at D twenty three, but. Uh, he was talking about how he had forgotten how much people badmouthed the opening of Disneyland because there was so many problems. Mm. He had gone back into the archives and started looking at all the bad press that Disneyland got when mm-hmm. it first opened. And, you know, when he thinks about the opening of California Adventure, he kind of feels the same, right? I, I think at one point he was quoted as saying that theme parks are living things, that they can be manipulated changed and they grow you know and that's basically what happened you know that his statement was proven back in 10 years ago now like back in 2007 Uh when disney announced hey look we're just going to redesign and we are just going to expand california adventure and they spend like over a billion dollars recreating it retheming it uh opening buena vista street opening cars land and it keeps changing. You know, yeah, next year we're getting Pixar Pier. We're getting, you know, stuff with Marvel in, in the Hollywood backlot. Right. And so, you know, he keeps talking about this. Uh, he even made similar comments at the expo at the Pirates panel where, you know, how this whole thing with he the defended the, the the changes for the, the Pirates. The changes for the Pirates, oh, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, in the last couple of weeks, uh, two significant changes already happened to Pirates in Paris. Right, they they changed the redhead. She's mm-hmm. officially a pirate in Paris, and they added Barbosa, which is a sweet effect. Like mm-hmm. we'll talk about that next week, but um, but he defended it. He said, "Look, Disneyland has always changed, and the thing is that since it opened, every ride has undergone some kind of change to make it better or to refresh it. Like think of it." as a show that you go watch right you add stuff you remove stuff but ultimately you're refreshing it so that more people can enjoy it and and he still defended people that said look we understand that when you were young you came to disneyland then you became parents and brought your kids then you became grandparents and brought your grandkids right but what you remember isn't always the best you know, especially as technology moves forward and stuff like sure. that. But uh, he basically defended the the change that's happening with the redhead as it's just another change that's going to happen mm-hmm. as we try to make things better. They just better not change. Don't be cheeking. 
then it, that needs to stay forever. Cheeking? Cheeking. What's cheeking? Don't be cheeking. Oh, you mean chicken. Chicken. Make up your mind. <laughs> Donna Make <who's>. up your mind. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, people understood what he was saying. You know, at least at that panel, the 3,000 plus people that were there mm-hmm. were clapping and they were cheering after. And, and they started booing. Like at first when the the person him. they totally did. I need dude. evidence of this. They totally did. When the panel first started, this was at the Pirates panel. When the I forgot who was hosting it, but when they first said, you Ghost know, host. there's been a lot of you know things in the news about this change to Pirates. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they said that, everybody's like, boo boo. <laughs> Some guy in the background was like, we want the redhead. <laughs> and everybody starts cheering. Right. And so that's when Marty started saying all the things that we were talking about. And at the end, everybody's like clapping and cheering. Right. So that may not be the 5,000 in the petition, uh huh. but it's very close. <laughs> you know, at least that room got very close. So, yeah, so that happened at the expo. Um, You know, when I last heard him speak was at the Imagineering panel, Mm -hmm. right? And I I remember something that he said that where reporters... what, only a week or two ago? About two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, reporters always asked him, you know, at the opening of parks and stuff like that. Like, reporters would always ask him, you know, what would Walt think about this or... uh, or what would Walt say about something like that? I forgot how, how he phrased it, but <clears throat> he would never answer. You know, it like he always felt that it wasn't really his place mm-hmm. to to say that. You know, that was that would have been Walt's, you know, answer, not his. Right. And so when they finally opened up Shanghai, that he thought really hard about it. I think it was Shanghai that he said, you know, when he was asked the question, you know, what would Walt think or what would Walt say about this? Like he thought about it, and he turned to the reporter and said, "Walt would say, what took you so long?'" <laughs> you know, and I thought that was pretty funny because now reading about the relationship that he had with Walt, mm-hmm. Walt was very, you know, let's change, let's grow, let's, you know, let's do Epcot, let's do Westcott, which eventually turned into California Adventure, <laughs> uh, and you know, he was all about, you know making things better, making things bigger right. and just expanding. Right? right. So the fact that he thinks Walt would have said what took you so long kind of caught me by surprise, but it also made me laugh because I thought, huh, just with everything that he says, I totally believe that that's something mm. Walt would have said. You yeah. Know? Uh, so, yeah. So uh, on July 17th in 2009, which was Disneyland's 54th birthday. Okay. Uh, he officially retired oh, from the Disney okay. company. It was on that same day that he was honored with his Main Street window. Oh, nice. And on Which you have a picture of, I'm assuming. Uh, I do have a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, now, uh, I'll never have the opportunity for him to sign it. Oh, that's right. You know, because I've been collecting the windows and I've right. been trying to get the signatures of all the living in Sorry I brought that up. <laughs> and I, I have the print of right. his window. And he never got his and autograph. And I never got the... The signature, signature on it. Yeah. So, uh, I I do regret not taking it to D twenty three this year. Mm-hmm. You know because I think I had at least one opportunity, you know, to go and get it signed by him, mm-hmm. and I regret not doing that. Now. Right. So yeah, uh, he he was honored with his Main Street window, and uh, because of 
you know, what a mentor, what a teacher, you know, he was to so many. His Main Street window says, Main Street College of Arts and Scientists, established 1852, Martin A. Sklar, Dean, inspiring the dreamers and doers of tomorrow. And up at the top, it just has like his symbol, like it's got like his initials. It says College of Arts and Scientists. And I'm I'm almost positive I'm going to butcher this because it's in Latin. Uh-huh. But it says, Id somniate, id facite. I need subtitles. Which basically very roughly means uh, dream it, do it. Hmm. Which is kind of the title of his book. Ah, (laughs) right. So, yeah, you know, he was uh, given his Main Street window. And, uh, you know, after his passing, you know, Bob Iger released a statement and he said that actually I wrote down the quote. He says uh, he embodied the very best of Disney from his bold originality to his joyful optimism and relentless drive for excellence. He was also a powerful connection to Walt himself, and no one was more passionate about Disney than Marty, and we'll miss his enthusiasm, his grace, and his indomitable spirit. Hmm. Beautiful. It was very beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we ended up losing, uh, like, like he said, you know, like this connection to Walt Disney. Right. And... I I don't know how it's going to affect Imagineering or the Disney company in general because he's played such a large part, not just leading Imagineering and leading all these efforts into these parks and all these other ventures like the cruise lines and everything. But, you know, when he would create his teams, he wouldn't go for the people that were already experienced. Right. You know, he was the type of person that would create a team of people that were inexperienced mm. so that he could mold them and he could like teach them and help them become something that they weren't already, uh, you know, or weren't already trying to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't see a lot of people like that anymore. It's, it's very rare to have that type of quality. At least I've seen, I don't see a lot of people like that anymore. And, uh, like I said, I regret you know, not being able to have a chance to talk to him. I briefly spoke to him at the last expo. Oh, okay. And there was an event. What was the event for? It was like one of the signings or something that they ended up doing that I ended up seeing him again. I briefly spoke to him there, uh, but never on an extended basis. You know, I, I would have loved to just sit down and just have a chat with him and just have him just like spew some wisdom at me. Right. You know what I mean? Because I feel like no matter what he said, it was going to be very close to getting it directly from Walt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I because see that. Sure. just because of how he channeled Walt and everything that he did and right. how he said and how he taught others. Uh, I just feel like it would have been the closest thing for me talking to Walt. Mm. And like that doesn't exist anymore. Right. You know, there are still Imagineers that are still living that did work with Walt, but the exception with Marty was that he was so close to him that, you know, like people called him like his Lieutenant, Hmm. you know, it was one of the other uh, nicknames that he had that, you know, he embodied everything that Walt embodied and he wasn't just passionate about it. Like he lived it and he taught it. You know, directly from his mentor, basically. So, 
So, yeah, man, uh, again, you know, our condolences, you know, to Marty's family, to all of his friends. And, uh, you know, may he rest in peace. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you transition out of that? (laughs) You know, it's time to wrap up the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like you want to wrap up the podcast and it's like, oh, there's nothing funny about this. (laughs) There isn't. It's just, oh, man, it's just kind of a bummer, especially considering that we just saw him speak at the expo, (laughs) you know? Right. So, all right. Well, we're going to try to wrap this up, you know, and uh, as we do that, I do want to remind everybody that Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. Like me? No, not like you. You're one of the hosts. How can it be just like you? And I don't listen. Oh, you're missing out. (laughs) All right, I'll start listening. (laughs) Uh, If you want to become one of what we call our fairy godparents, you can do so for as little as $1 a month or just by going over to podcasters.com and clicking on the Patreon logo for more information or by going to patreon.com slash podcasters. You will also find the information on how you can sign up there. Uh, another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon, Amazon. just head over to podcasters.com slash Amazon, Amazon before your next purchase. Going through our link for your purchases actually kicks us down with a very small commission Get from Amazon, Amazon as a thank you because you guys went through our page. So um, as part of a total shameless plug for Amazon, Amazon. in the blog post for the episode, uh-huh. I will actually put links to both of Marty's books available uh, on Amazon. Amazon. They're actually really great books. Um, one little spark is the one that contains like Mickey's 10 commandments. That's the one where basically all of the rules that he learned from Walt and how to tell a story and how the guest comes first and all of that stuff is going to be available in that book. And then dream it, do it is his journey. I think it's called dream it, do it. My half century creating Disney's magic kingdoms is the title of the book. So uh, links to purchase both of those will be available in the blog post. Just head over to podcasters.com slash 163. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Anything yeah. else? Is it too late for more tacos? Dude, it's a thousand o'clock. Is it a thousand o'clock? Yeah. It's oh. time for my pillows. It's time for sleep. After tacos, right? Uh, No. No. Oh. I need to wake up. All right. How about you come back tomorrow? We'll go back for tacos. Deal. All right. Then we'll do that. You're not coming back, are you? I'm not coming back. Damn it. I'll come back when Mario does. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, it's just going to be me next week. (laughs) Don't put people through that. (laughs) All right, guys. So that is going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next week, here is to be your shiz and make your ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Peace out. Ha, 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 ha.